1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Are you looking for some good, clean positivity? Good. Me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my
1: true talent every single day, complaining Join me every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there. How hot is Busy Phillips, everybody? Hot and an activist and such a caring human being in general. I
0: just like, Amanda.
1: I know. I just don't get it. I know. I don't get it. Like, I. When I tell you, like, I have exact, like, the way things manifest for me are like in my body, as I see in yours too. Like, you're dying. I'm dying. It's like in here, it's all like in my chest. And I'll tell you the truth, like, I do feel helpless. Like, I feel like. It's like, what can we do? Do we just accept this as the as the well, there truth? Any, well,
0: so here's, here's a few things, okay, truly. So t- okay, so if you can, there are amazing abortion fund organizations that provide care and transportation for people that need to, like, leave states to get abortion care. Those organizations are incredible to donate to, and they really need the funds because they're providing plane tickets or train tickets. What did you say it was called? Well, na- the National Network of Abortion Funds. Okay.
1: National network of abortion funds. You can also just
0: Google abortion funds and like Google abortion funds. And do the national I mean do the first one probably. Although I don't know. Could be sponsored.
1: Could be like beware (laughs) of a beware (laughs) of an interloper. Don't
0: donate to some bad thing. But anyway, uh, so that's good. But the other thing that I really want to stress, and I cannot stress this enough, is that we have these elections coming up. Who remains in office and who is Put in office on every level, on the local, the state, and on the federal level, is really important. And so, because the Supreme Court, like they, they aren't just stopping with this; like they're coming for gay marriage next. So they're, wild! I saw that. No, this is a plan. This is a plan. This is a plan, and it's going to be like handmade stale shit. It already is. Like, that's what it feels like. No, but I mean, it already is. But so, but so I really just would encourage people to have weird conversations with friends, especially your wealthy friends who, you know, a lot of people say like, I'm a one issue voter, right? Sometimes people's issue is taxes and money. And I would just urge them that maybe now is not the moment.
1: To care about that.
0: Maybe now's not the moment to vote Republican because there is no there's no difference now between like fiscally conservative and literally stripping the rights away from over half of the country. That's it. So if you are voting for Republicans because you work in finance or your husband works in finance or you you think your husband's vote, you're at fault too. And I would just really encourage people to reconsider that maybe their one issue should be human rights. Yeah. And civil rights. I mean, I don't like the taxes either. I'm not going to.
1: Yeah. So taxes are <laughs> fucking crazy. Let me tell you. It's I. Yeah. And I wish I understood that more, too. There's so many things in my life I wish I understood more. You know it's what I never mean? Never
0: too late, babe. I know.
1: I know. It's like whatever. He You're also me. really young. I'm not that young. I'm Thirty four.
0: That's young. I look back at 30. I mean, I turn 43 tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Of
1: co- wait, is it still Gemini season? No, Cancer Baby. Oh,
0: but you're on the cusp. You're on the cusp. I'm a real Cancer. You're a real Cancer. Oh, well, I have a Leo. I'm Leo rising. So, Cancer Leo rising. I'm like, first of all, wait, 43 tomorrow? 44 tomorrow? 43. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Wait, okay. So, we're getting lighter. Just okay, all right. okay. and We're going
0: to put people, you in a good mood. I hope you're going to already turn off. I'm sorry. I like, but this is the point. You can do know, both, guys. I know. See? And you have to. I know. That's the th- you have to be able to hold both. I know. I love dumb shit. I know. Obviously.
1: Well, first of all, you're not dumb and this interview is about you. So you're turning 43 tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Know, Wait. So weird. on the Kardashians this season, they said that 40s are like the best of your life, best mm-hmm, sex, mm-hmm, best mm-hmm. this. But do you feel it yet? Mm-hmm. You're feeling it? Mm-hmm. Not just the had, sex, That everything. Here's what,
0: well, no, but I mean, I've had a, I think that the pandemic's been really weird. I turned 40 in 2019, obviously. Jesus, busy. they can do the math. And I had like the greatest birthday. And I literally was the hottest I've ever been. 40 into 41. Like Hot my body, serious. everything was like, this is it. And then like that, the pandemic just kept, everything just kept wearing on me. And then I just like at a certain point. Turned to Rosé and cookies and was like, <laughs> this is my, the new me. And like I was like, so I loved like how strong I was. I was like, I worked out every yeah, day without did. fail. And yeah. I was like, just on it. Like Wait, if you guys
1: it. follow Busy Phillips, which we didn't even get to introduce you properly. But if you couldn't tell already who's on the <laughs> uh, who's on the podcast today, but if you follow her and have been following her for years and don't know like the texture of her sweat oh, like God. drips by now, then you're not
0: following her. My tennis coach in LA, <laughs> like, Gunner, told me that the only person he's ever met that sweat more than me was this <laughs> NFL quarterback that he used to <laughs> teach tennis to. And I was like, Gunner, that's not Oh, Gunner, not the I, kind. Yeah, yeah. not Gunner Peterson. Oh, okay. No, not the famous Gunner. <laughs> different gunner. <laughs> A different gunner.
1: Wait, so I thought you were sweating so much in those videos because the workout was so intense, but you're a sweater in general. I swear,
0: I'm constantly really? sweating. Really?
1: yeah. So you're not that girl
0: that's saying like, I'm so cold. I've never been cold <laughs> a day in my life. No, I'm like so I'm so hot. <laughs>
1: yeah. I always so I started this thing on my Instagram a while ago and like still it's like kind of an inside joke and the girls who get it get it. But I would be like I would make fun of myself about that. And and because I'm not, you know, skinny and I would just be like, I'm so cold, like because skinny girls get cold. You know what I mean?
0: And yeah, and I'll we'll be
1: like, babe, turn off the air conditioning. I'm like, babe, turn it on. Why is it off? Put on 68, you know? So the girls but that get it, get it. And I, sometimes don't you feel, though, Does part of you wish you, you know, could be cold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Of course, like you know what I was doing for a like while I'm in old, LA. Turn off the AC. I'm like literally the cab drivers. They're comfortable. The cab drivers are comfortable yeah. driving all day. Yeah. with long sweatshirts, and I'm like, could you turn on the AC? I'm sweating. But like,
0: here's what I'm gonna say. Since I was a child, yeah. I have been sweating. I'm not kidding. I mean, that's like, how you have good skin. Maybe you're always moistened. I think that's possible. <laughs> yeah. I actually think that's possible. I also think. Just busting myths here that pregnancy glow is just a sheen of sweat.
1: Wait, did you feel more glowy in pregnancy? Were you sweating more? I
0: know I sweat. But do you so get much-
1: sweat stains, because that sucks.
0: No. Okay, good. But I also don't smell. This is That's like amazing. And it is amazing. I mean, I
1: don't either, but you could tell because we're so, you know, hot. So we that are hot
0: don't smell. But my thirteen, almost fourteen year old kid, Bertie, also runs really hot. Mm. My kid is really skinny and never cold. I just want to say it. that's gorgeous, what I'm saying. By the way, I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's a,
1: yeah, busting myths. No, I'm just saying. I know that. I'm just saying the vibe of being the 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 girl who's like always hot. sweating. Yeah, yeah thought, it's I like know. annoying. Okay. So you guys know I'm really into skincare right now. I sound like Kendall when she's into health right now, but I really do love showing off a healthy, smooth, glowing skin during the summer. I love leaving my house without makeup in the summer. Cause who wants that? It's like heavy. So skincare becomes my makeup, whether you're at the pool, the beach, patio, a brunch and dewy summer skin is in and with the right products, you can get a full body glow. Oh, see ya. Osea Skincare. If you guys haven't heard about it, check them out. It's Osea, O S E A. They really will help you get your skin ready for the summer and get back into nature, get back outdoors, be outside, get some TLC. And with Osea, you could just have skincare on and safe and smooth and clean products that will keep your skin hydrated and make you just look summery and glowy. You don't need foundation. You don't need that ish. You only need good skincare to look your best this summer, you guys. So they have a celebrity loved body oil that I'm obsessed with. And I use it daily. It's part of my daily routine. It makes my skin just look healthy, smooth, nourished, and glowing. You know, we wear sh- shorts in the summer. We want we want our legs to glow. Do you know what I mean? So experience radiant summer with Osea's Andaria algae body oil. Okay. And find your new skincare and body care favorites at Osea and get a special discount just for my listeners. You'll get 10% off your first order site wide with promo code, not skinny. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. You're going to want it all babes. So go to Osea that's O S E A Malibu.com. The promo code is not skinny. That's Osea O S E A Malibu.com and the promo code is not skinny. Okay, but I just want to just introduce real quickly how I <laughs> met busy. It was about a week and a half ago when right. I got.
0: <laughs> I just realized I didn't <laughs> sanitize <laughs> proper. Uh-huh.
1: when I got um, somehow, you know, dragged on Jenny Mullen's uh, book tour, which who hasn't really anyone with one hundred plus followers on Instagram is on the book tour. She's a
0: promotional no, machine. Shouldn't she
1: have been in PR? Yeah. So we met at at Jenny's launch dinner. Mm-hmm. And what's so humble about you is that when I introduced myself to you and I was and you were like, I'm busy. I was like, I know you're like, how how'd you you almost for a minute were like. Have we met? And I was like, no, you're just Busy Phillips. I know who you are. Like, are oh. you surprised?
0: I think. Yeah, I think sometimes it yeah. still surprises me, like that people know who I am. And
1: well, I'm not going to pretend, you know, people who oh. pretend are like, oh, busy. How do you do? You say that? I hate that. But yeah. People do that, though, right? Would you rather than be honest like I was? And I was like, you're Busy Phillips. I know you. What do you mean?
0: No, I love it. I like, love What's it. What's your people name, are... Noah? Well, I thought your <laughs> name was
1: Noah. And then it was and it was hot. We loved it. We loved it because I wear my Noah necklace. And and I love that you thought that. Um, I was like, you don't know who I. And no, I'm just kidding.
0: Well, the, I did. Then you once, know. once I knew, not skinny, but not fat. I know. What then I knew. Stupid name. You're my publicist's favorite. She was so excited that I was. Really, doing it. Yeah, my publicist was like, I cannot even believe it. This is so exciting to oh me. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, uh, so. I love that. It makes me feel better because it's like you thinking my name is Noah. Publicist loves me. We're evened out. But you know, it was funny that I posted <laughs> that night. People <laughs> were so excited. I was in the same room with you. Really? Like I posted my little place card. Oh, right. To yeah. be fancy. And I swear to God, I didn't notice that yours was right behind me. And people are like, oh, like they thought I was doing like it on purpose to be like, look who I'm sitting next to kind Wait, of vibe. That's so, I'm telling you. That's cute. I know. And then everyone was like, oh, my God, I love her. I love her. What's she like in real life? Like busy, busy, busy. And that really <laughs> brought me back to like, no. Oh, my God. She's blushing. It brought me back to when I started following you on Instagram. This is how I look at it. Tell me if you agree and how you see it. Mm-hmm. You were one of kind of the first people to really like talk to camera.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, I literally started the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'll take ownership. <laughs> Thank you. No, like I don't take credit for a lot of shit. Don't but talk like. about it. There was a New Yorker profile of me back then, like mm. in whenever that was. When was that? 2016, 2017 or something? When stories became a thing. Yeah. I think I it was. We got a tw- check no, I think it was 2016 or tw- Well, we can look up the New Yorker, yeah. guys. Well, I swear I didn't I didn't read it, but no,
1: no, no. I just think no, that. I about actually you.
0: I actually really appreciate it because literally, you're right. No one ever remembers that or gives me credit. And also like the whole landscape's changed and everyone's so different, but like everything is so different now, like influencing culture. And you know, when I, okay, because when I started really doing Instagram in that way, I had a lot of actor friends, you know, cause I'm a legitimate actor. Right.
1: That's what I was going to say. You're <laughs> not, so here's the right. difference. You're not, your first business was an Instagram. You were, you're an No, which is so actress. wild though.
0: Sometimes people think aspe- you're from Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Which is, well, maybe they're not
1: like our gen.
0: Yeah, they're yes, they're younger.
1: They're they're younger. Yeah, and we like and I'm like
0: oh, she's like an in- in- Instagram mom. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: this mommy yeah. blogger. We all know you and love you from Freaks and Geeks, Dawson's Creek. Obviously, those are the OGs. Like, how old were you then when you did Dawson's Creek or
0: Freaks and Geeks? Freaks and Geeks. I was nineteen and twenty. It was 20. like ni- I like started when I was nineteen, turned twenty, and mm-hmm. then Dawson's Creek was actually I was twenty one. No, I just turned 22 when I started it. And then I was 23. So 20 years ago, babe, that makes sense that these Gen Zers aren't aware. I know, but like
1: they've watched white chicks because everyone's watched white chicks. I know.
0: I can't believe that. That was 18 years ago.
1: 18 years ago. I just want to ask you one more thing about the Jenny book stuff before we, because I'm jumping around, is that you've been so supportive Mm -hmm. of her. You did an Instagram live, which let me just, PSA to all my friends. I will never do an Instagram live with you and I will never post it to my feed. That is way too much to ask. So how are you such a supportive? You hosted her launch dinner. You did an Instagram
0: live. Because none of this is real, Amanda. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> who cares? What the what's the point? You know, again, it's like make your single issue people. Like yeah. who gives a fuck? My like anyone else's success doesn't diminish anything for me. Like I and I don't need credit for any of it. Like I'm so happy for my friends and I'm happy for people I don't even like when they're successful. Really? Yeah. I'm not kidding. I like have no I occasionally be like, well, that's dumb. Good for them. (laughs) Like I swear. I swear. Like I just go through it because I'm like, good for them. You know what? Good for them. As long as like I really do. As long as they're good people, yeah. Like as long as like I, legit, like That's even if so I'm good
1: for them is like my new thing now. Wait, and you kn- you and Jenny knew each other since you were sixth grade. That's wild, but oh, you're both from Illinois, or you were you living at a different?
0: Okay, so place? I was born in Chicago, and then we moved to Arizona when I was five. So I uh, really grew up in Scottsdale. Uh, I'm really I'm really a desert rat. Wow. Yeah, I'm super. So it was hot out there, no? Yes, I was always sweating. <laughs> That's why I wasn't popular <laughs> because of the sweating. I think so. I think that was part of it.
1: Okay, so people may not think they need extra help in the bedroom because maybe they're not doing it in the bedroom enough, but you would be surprised how much better sex you could have with phoria. Okay. So Foria has products like Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil that make you and or your partner feel amazing. It can change the way you experience sex, pleasure, and orgasm. So imagine... Best orgasm we've ever had. Now imagine that it could be even better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms solo or with a partner. I know, don't get uncomfortable, guys. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. Who doesn't like to orgasm? I mean, who doesn't like to feel great? Like, isn't that weird? Some like. It's just the greatest feeling you could probably have on earth. So, FORIA will help you enhance that or get to that if you haven't yet. You'd be surprised how many girls I've talked to that, even at my age, for example, have never orgasmed. So, get yourself in your room, close the door, and figure it out. And use FORIA's awaken arousal oil and sex oil as the perfect combo for peak pleasure. So, yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper fuller, pleasure, wherever you can find it. And as often as possible, you can start with a bottle of Foria. It's offering a special deal for my listeners, 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash not skinny or use code not skinny at checkout. That's Foria, F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash not skinny for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. You'll thank me later. As I know now, and most of your followers and podcast listeners know, you moved to the city mm-hmm. like a year ago, September, 2020, September, 2020, uh-huh. and have recently announced that you and your husband have separated, uh-huh. but they you've separated a year ago. Oh, yeah, it was over a year ago, over like a year February
0: ago. of last year. Yeah.
1: And one of the things you said was that the reason why you're saying it now was mostly because it was so weird for you to think about like posting a breakup
0: post. Yeah, that was like hard for both of us to conceptualized.
1: Yeah. Like a bachelor nation.
0: Well, I also just feel like I'm exhausted by the shoulds, you know, like, or that, I don't know. It just feels like people sometimes do things that maybe aren't even what's right for them, but because they feel like they should, you know, like it is with heaviness in our hearts and so much love (laughs) and gratitude that Mark and I, (laughs) announce and we respect each other and we will continue to co-parent. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Can you please respect our yeah. privacy at this yeah. game and our children? And it's like, ugh, yeah, so gross. Like, yeah. I just think everything has become a little bit of like a lie, a parody of itself. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I'll,
1: I will say this because maybe you're really self-aware like I am. Yeah. Like, so you think that yes. but the people that are posting it, they don't think it's a parody no, is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. But how are you and Mark now? Are you friends? Are you getting along? Yeah. Cool? I mean,
0: look, the, here's the thing. Like separation with a partner, especially after so long. What was it like 17 years? We've been together for, yeah. Like I think, yeah, that's right. You do your research. Yeah. Um, is complicated. Yeah. But the process, I will say was really, really long. And like, we've been in therapy for a long time. And speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, I think back to all the shame, you know, or like the fun that was made of her and Chris Martin when they announced the conscious uncoupling. But the more work Mark and I did in therapy and the more we really considered what was working in our relationship as opposed to what wasn't working and how we wanted to move forward in our lives. Like, I think that there's something really powerful about people reframing how they see breakups, like abuse is its own thing. And like, we, you know, I'm not talking about that, but you know, all love and relationships evolve. And so like, if you're willing to sit with it and we had to sit through. We both had to sit in some uncomfortable spaces, but I'm glad that we waited so long because we were able to do that, like truly privately, yeah. and and our kids were, as well. You know, but I, I just like I really think that so much of our ideas about, yeah, marriage and breakups and divorce and stuff like like could be can be reconsidered, and I think that you know. It's not so crazy, the right. idea but did of like you have just uncoupling.
1: Right. Did you <laughs> have, though, in your head, like an ideal of the guy I marry is going to be the guy that, and the guy I have kids with, I'm
0: going to be with him for the rest of my life? Oh, for sure. I mean, my parents are still married. Yeah. They've been married like 55 years or yeah. something. Insane. Yeah. So my parents are still married and Mark's parents are still married. And yeah, I definitely thought that. But I also am a person who, I don't know, I just don't want to be stuck in binary thinking about anything yeah and i think that we i think that culturally we've gotten really stuck in thinking about all kinds of things in a very black or white way right and there's so much gray area especially when it comes to relationships i mean just the fact of the matter is like people live longer now like you people change so much like parenting changes you you know, I was like 20. Oh, parenting changes
1: you. And the minute the kids come in, it's like even the strongest couples, you know, will take a hit. Even the strongest couples that, you know, have never had a fight in their lives or whatever. Like, even, oh.
0: you'll like kids change
1: everything.
0: Anytime, anytime I see a divorce announcement or hear of friends or whatever. Who are getting divorced and they have children that are under the age of five. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Obviously, it's yeah. really hard. I mean, it does seem like like Mark and I have spent years and years in therapy before we came to this conclusion. Conclusion. Yeah. And like we did so much work in so many ways, which is why the this part now is possible. Right. Like I get it when people are like, I can't even stand him. I just have to get away. But it's like I was, I was there like six years ago I wrote about it in my book but then we moved through that space yeah and then we moved into other spaces and we like really started pulling apart things and like really looking at it's crazy it's crazy you know but we're good like we're very I'm I'm so grateful that he's who I married and had and and had kids with yeah
1: and are you dating open to dating
0: sure Who's she's living like wait
1: so you're living in New York now and in general I wanted to ask you are you feeling it like do you like it I'm do you so miss hot. LA <laughs> but LA is hot too LA
0: you're in your car and you're conditioning. right you're not
1: mo- you're not walking around I'm not walking right you're no. not walking
0: first of all I have no like all like Carrie Bradshaw fed me a fucking <laughs> lie all of my cute shoes are just like yeah. sitting no. you have to wear sneakers I wear you have to wear sneakers yeah And these are like these sandals are questionable. I thought I was going to be in a car. But like the only reason I'm okay with these in the streets is because there's a little bit of a platform. So I'm like, my feet aren't like in the dirt. And
1: you're in New York because of Girls 5eva. You stayed because of Girls 5eva.
0: Well, right. We shoot the show during the school year Mm -hmm. and uh, we got the kids into school here and it just didn't make sense for to try to be by coastal during the school year. It's too hard. It's too yeah. hard for me. Right. to see Do the kids the like kids. it here? Yes. And that's the other thing. I actually think a break from L.A. has been good for everybody in a lot yeah. of ways. Like the industry in L.A. But you think you're going to go back? Well, I love L.A. because I'm like really West Coast. Yeah. But also all of my friends. I lived there for like 23 years. Like wow. all of my I went to college there. I moved there right when I graduated from high school at 17. Wow. So I have friends there that are like, you know, do you have FOMO then being here a little bit? No, because you know what? The algorithm just does not show any of my friends from LA. (laughs) I'm not kidding. So I like rarely even see them hanging out like, okay. So the other thing about you, that's not LA.
1: And I told you this when we met is like, you don't have Botox. I don't, you don't have any of that stuff. No, you have a real face
0: no Botox, no filler, which
1: like no hate to anybody that's getting Again, Botox and filler. No judgment. No judgment. I have no judgment. I'm even considering it. And I've actually judged in the past just when, you know, it's when I've seen it being overdone and on 23 I dis- year old. I,
0: yeah, I was going to say I get disappointed when like very young women right. start to fuck with their faces, because I will say this like at 23. You don't need preventative. No, but here's the other thing, too. And people have like actually accused me of work. My face. Because I've been on camera since I was 19 years old. My face as a teenager and my face today is totally different Mm. because having children, the hormones, like losing and gaining weight, like working out structurally. I can't even explain to you like how different I look now. Some
1: people thought you got stuff done.
0: But I'm just my only point is like 23 year olds calm down. Yeah, like there's a whole
1: like you can your face will change anyway. Your face is going to no change. like for me, like I'm swear to God, you guys like people think I have cheekbones now and like not that I got it done, but like, oh, chiseled. And I think it's aging. I think like my face is right. drooping. It, <laughs> so well, it's it's not, not drooping, but like you but lose. It, yeah, yeah it's you doing, lose. You lose like fat. my face is skinnier now just because and I got post, older. No,
0: and post children. Mm. Post babies, like the hormonal shift and then breast. Did you breast? Or you're I'm still breastfeeding, still babe, yeah. yeah, that's why you're stay, like,
1: oh, my God, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stay chiseled. Mm-hmm. But I do love that. Do you feel like it's ever going to change for you? Or are you open because you're so fluid? Like, well, or is your.
0: Yeah, I am like, again, like my my rules in life aren't just that there, there are, no are no, no rules. rules. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, But like, no, she's but our girl. Is that my is that my um <laughs> real housewives thing? <laughs> Wait, the would you? The only rule Wait. in life is that there are no rules. <laughs> Wait, housewives. imagine you get offered to be a New York City Housewives. My old assistant, Raymond, was trying to convince me that 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 should be my next move.
1: No fucking way. (laughs) First of all, I like... Maybe in 10 years if you're in New York.
0: No, but you know what's really funny is that I went to the Christian Siriano show last fall. I love him so much. And he was on Project Runway. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's just great. And like he's been a designer that's been committed to inclusivity and size and gender and everything like since the get like way before long before it was trendy.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was like sitting with this woman and then I went to this dinner after and she was like a fucking riot. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, are you my new best friend in New York? I don't really have friends. The world's opening up again. Like, I want to be friends with this girl. It was Leah. Shut the fuck up. She was just on my podcast recently. Well, I thought we were best friends. for And, and the, nothing. We should have never, <laughs> never talked to her again. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Maybe I was like, I probably drank too much rosé for her because right. She's in recovery. Oh, yeah. She's sober. Mm-hmm. Mm. I get it. I'm here for a sober journey. Yeah. That was not my journey <laughs> that night. And so I think maybe I tanked it.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so excited to tell you guys all this partnership. I've been waiting for it. So uh, Embark, their purebred kit and Embark Breed Plus Health kit. Are both going to be offered here at a discount. If you guys have dogs, you're going to want to listen to this. So I did the DNA test on Leo and found out that he was part Chihuahua. So thank you, Embark, for literally proving me right all along. Cause I just knew, I just knew that like Leo was in full shih tzu. Have you seen a shih tzu? I just feel like I knew that. Leo had a little something different in him. Swabbing Leo was literally the easiest thing. And he's a grouchy little babe. You just put it like in their, in their cheeks. It was so easy. Uh, the the test kit came with, with that, with a swab and the prepaid label. I just popped it back in, dropped it off at the mail and shipped it off. And then I got an email and in my app, it let me know uh, the result. And it's free shipping. It's a simple cheek swab and it's just an incredible tool for dog owners and it also screens for more than 210 genetic health risks across 350 breeds and yeah you guys can save 50 dollars today so embark offers the most scientifically advanced dog dna test their test analyzes more than two hundred thirty thousand genetic markers that's over twice as much genetic data as the competition right now embark has a limited time offer on their breed and health kit and purebred kit for our listeners. Go to Embark, E-M-B-A-R-K, vet.com to get free shipping and save $50 with the promo code NotSkinny. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code NotSkinny to save $50 today. Embark. Check them out. Okay. So we have gut health. We have skin health. We have skin care. We have body, you know, whatever. We don't talk about feminine care as much. And did you know your vagina should be at a certain pH level and like you should be using specialized vaginal stuff for your vagina? So there is PhD feminine health that I wanted to share with you guys. It's available at retailers nationwide and they have amazing products that are for feminine parts. So whether you experience feminine odor, they have stuff for that. And with summer being here and hot weather and tight swimsuits, it could really cause some issues with your vag. And that's why PhD has boric acid suppositories that are the number one doctor recommended brand of boric acid suppositories for vaginal health. They also have a foaming wash for your vag and a bunch of trustworthy feminine care products that actually work and it you know, when you have those kinds of issues, you want a solution immediately. So PhD believes that vaginal care is crucial to your overall well-being. Register now at PhDFeminineHealth.com/slash-win to receive a free summer gift basket, which contains lifestyle products at a retail value of over a hundred dollars, plus a five hundred dollar Visa gift card. So go to PhDFeminineHealth.com/slash-win. And you're going to also get 20% off all products right now by using the code NotSkinny. So that's phdfemininehealth.com slash win. And the code NotSkinny will get you 20% off all products. I did want to just for a minute talk about Busy Tonight. I started when we we started talking on the podcast about how you, I mean, were the first, the first to really take stories to to that (laughs) level. And do you think, though, because I remember at the time I was so happy for you, as a fellow, even the way I felt at the time was like she's doing on Instagram kind of like what I'm like, the mm-hmm. way I'm speaking to my audience. Mm-hmm. I was like had no followers at the time, but it was an inspiration aside from the fact that I knew you as an actress that in my belief, the reason you got busy tonight was more based on that part of you than 100%. the actress part of you. Oh,
0: my God. No, It changed my career. Yeah, the Instagram stuff changed everything mm, for me. Really? Yeah. I'm oh a hundred percent. That's wild. So that's, that's why I like got the, my book deal. It's how I got the talk show.
1: Yeah. Wild. It was
0: like it was it was a it was a real game changer.
1: So when it didn't get renewed or got canceled, yes. did the podcast come out of that? Like, okay, I can't speak here. You're not giving me this platform.
0: Yeah, sort of. I mean In the... And how angry are we still about it? I mean, at this point, I'm just like, I don't know. I can't even be angry about anything. But... But at the time... At the time, I was pissed. Uh, And your daughter wrote... Oh, it was the funniest thing. Wrote... wrote, Did the letter get to... Well, I mean, sure. I posted it. Oh, right. But I also am like... I also am like a little bit of like a... Obviously. (laughs) I'm a little bit of like a... yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Like I... Which is gutsy, I because I other people would
1: try to like, you know,
0: be, be cool, be
1: cool. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, no,
0: oh, I don't people know what's going happen. I think there are people that do not like me in this industry. And like, I think executives think I'm like an no eye <laughs> you know, like they're not, they're not on board. But I guess I think that they're all fucking dinosaurs and that the landscape of this industry is changing and that really it's the fans that get to decide and dictate now you I mean, look at like a situation, like what happened. And they're to, all trying to keep up, too. You see it. You they're see not, it and they're with, not
1: doing a good no, job. They're
0: not. But I see
1: it with networks and I'm not going to name like specific ones, but I see it with networks and I see it with, you know, that they're like, oh, this is what the people like. So we'll try to give them that. But they're like seven months late and it's already changed and the people like something
0: else. I just think that the move in the future is going to be sort of like direct to your people. Yeah. Entertainment. And I hope that it like becomes I I hope that it's able to become more high quality. And like, I, I don't know, it's 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 hard to crack a system that's like been in place for so long, but it's not a great system. It actually kind of sucks. And. Um, there are so many people that are just like justifying their paychecks in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Your industry is wild. It's
1: wild. It's like people think, for example, like if there's a deadline article that says, you know, that the show has been picked up or that something mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, OK, we're going to see this show on TV. And, you know, five times out of 10 or six times out of 10, it's not going to make it to the next. We just don't know those steps as normies. Right. But like there's so many steps.
0: And it's like exhausting because it's been run mostly by like old white men for so long. And what they want to watch is like maybe not what we all want to watch. right? You know what I mean? So the podcast happened, though, because Casey and I were working my showrunner from Busy Tonight, and I had gotten a few offers to like move the show to different places. Like it was like a streaming service that was launching and blah, blah, blah. And I just had this. moment of like, I can't keep doing this, like moving to where some fucking old white man is going to decide what my success is or isn't based on whatever. Yeah. You know, there was so much information that we didn't know about E. like what was happening financially for the network and all of these things like they just didn't tell us anything. So then they we were doing well culturally. We were super successful. We were like, really more than like, a lot of late night shows, like pretty consistently in like all of the gossip magazines and shit. But there are things that like, you know, you can't control like a $40 million hole in a network's budget that yeah. they're like, I don't know, trying to figure out. So anyway, so I had said to Casey, like, I know it would be nice to take this money, but can we just not and try to do our own thing? So we we're building our own thing and we were doing a podcast to go along with it. And then the pandemic happened. And then I was, it was just a really hard time. And uh, I was like trying to teach first grade, and <laughs> like whatever. So we paused it all. And then a couple months later, because we had like signed a deal with a small podcast company, we now, we took it back and we do it ourselves mm. now. Like we're totally self-produced and self put out. With the show, still with the show. Yeah, with Casey. You, She's oh, my cool. like, co-host. Yeah. Oh, cool. But we sort of just changed the concept of the podcast to like having to pivot in your life because it's that's what keeps happening. Like we have to keep shifting and trying to figure out like what's next. Yeah. And yeah, we've had some really great people who come on and tell us stories about like, oh, yeah, I thought I was going to be this person and I'm this person instead. Whatever. I don't know. I really like it. Is it a weekly podcast? It's weekly, but it's really long. <laughs> It's long form. It's long form. It's long form. Yeah. It's What's like, really long? Like two hours? It's over two hours. Oh, wow. Sometimes it's three. Oh, my God. I know. It's intense. But people who love it. Yeah. Fucking love I mean, we we're I feel like-, like it sounds like armchair expert vibes. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe.
1: Have, have you Maybe. listened? I remember that was one of my first podcasts.
0: I was on it. I know. People. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really listen to it.
1: I know it's hard. I it's hard once, especially you have a podcast to listen to podcasts and especially doing so, so many things that you're doing. So now are you on a shooting break from Girls5eva mm-hmm. until September? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, October, late October, I think.
1: And the show is doing amazing. It's really great.
0: People keep watching. Please keep watching it because on it, PCog, matters. Like, course so, course it, it matters. Like it's so weird. Well, it does matter. It matters for the three months after it comes out, I guess, in streaming. See, that's the other thing. It's like these algorithms. Like you're just like, what? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't control it.
1: So you just have to kind of like let it go. One
0: of my best friends works on unless this. you're
1: Jenny. M- like, I don't know. I Do a publicity her. tour.
0: Send PR boxes. <laughs> Tell Tina. I don't the know. Other I funny, know.
1: Like... The other thing that's funny is when you told me when we met at the dinner and you were telling me that you're like and then Tina called me, blah, blah. And I'm like, Tina. Mm-hmm. And I'm like listening to the story. It took me like 15 minutes so to realize sorry. you're talking about Tina Fey. Oh, Faye. God, that's so
0: gross, though. I'm so <laughs> sorry.
1: You're so Hollywood. It was so Hollywood.
0: But also, I hate it when people do that. <laughs> I hate it when people use a first name and not a last name. Like, assuming that, you know, I have a friend like that who's always like, well, and you know, and then, you know, Karen came <laughs> in and was like, I'm like, I'm like you never want to ask. Yeah, you never want to ask. But I, I asked. Okay. But I asked. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. know that. That's weird. But it's also true.
1: Wait, and another really important thing, because I feel like my followers will care about this. Your friendship with Michelle Williams, Mm -hmm. the most like, as opposed to you, she's like
0: super mysterious. I mean, she's not to me.
1: Oh, she's not to you. (laughs) I'm saying, but to the public, because you're kind of you're not an open book, but we've you know, the way you are on Instagram, people do feel part of your life more so. I think I I just posted about her. I was like, you guys, do you know that Michelle is like married to a new guy is like nobody knew like she keeps it pretty, pretty tight. Yeah, right. That.
0: Just that article, she was on the cover of Variety or something. There recently. was something, there was something, and she's something, pregnant. And she's pregnant. And people were like, yeah.
1: um, hello, and yeah. then we kind of had to backtrack. Oh, yeah, she has like and, a and, baby, and she yeah. has a baby now.
0: No, and she has a this is the, their second, their second baby, right? right? People, right? The pandemic's been great for people who want to be private, <laughs> literally. But same with me and Mark, I was like, oh, thank god for the pandemic, yeah, yeah, I mean. And you're always so sweet with
1: her on when you do like Instagram posts. Oh, I love stuff.
0: her. But here's the thing with with M. Like, I think that her desire to like not be super out there publicly is just very genuine and comes from a place of like being on Dawson's Creek when she was really young, feeling way overexposed at a vulnerable time in her life and not... Wanting to focus, not wanting to focus on that, and like so, I the producer just left us. He gave up. He was done. <laughs> I kind of like don't blame him, but I
1: wonder who he hates more. I vote me. you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him.
1: <laughs> like who? Me.
0: He also yeah. doesn't understand. I mean, he doesn't. Do you have
1: kids, Dave. He doesn't no, know kidding.
0: because yeah. But also, <laughs> I don't know because I just like do my own podcast. I don't really like just sit in here, my living room because, like, look how cute we look. He I put the bag here cool. to ruin the for the cellulite <laughs> vibes. You go. Uh, yeah, Michelle yeah, I the do greatest. it from
1: but okay, you do it from home. I know. It's such a hard thing because I feel like right now my office isn't set up for a guest, but I could change it. And like podcast tutors are annoying. I know. It's just a thing. And Zoom, you're right. Zoom isn't it. But today, as much as I loved seeing you. Wouldn't you rather be at your home? Yes. Okay. So that's why sometimes Zoom. I almost
0: texted if you. If you did that to me today, Busy
1: <laughs> Phillips, I swear to fucking god. You know, I swear.
0: I swear to god. I have talked. I've been on the phone with like all these fucking organizations and oh shit this god. morning already, and I'm not even kidding you. You were like, I'm at um, this
1: fucking girls' podcast. No, I was
0: like, I'm going to those podcasts, and everyone's like, you're a warrior. Oh, my and god. I'm like, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We got to be able to hold both. I uh, know.
1: I know. And, you know, oh I, I g- g- did merge recently. It was called, you could still be a mom and be a dumb bitch. And it's kind of on that notion yes, that you can be, you know, a, you don't, a,
0: by the th- way, you don't have to know everything to know. Well, you
1: know, a lot, though, no, I know, Like but, you're a little intimidated, you, with your knowledge, you, you people behind this. You screen. don't have
0: to know everything to know that, like. What other people are doing with their bodies doesn't, yeah, involve you or the government. Yeah, right. 100%. It involves like a doctor, right? <laughs> that person.
1: <laughs> That's it. I know. Are you looking for new jewelry this summer? New fun, chill, easy jewelry that you don't have to think too much about. You could just literally shop till you drop. That's the Sis Kiss. It's a women owned and operated fashion accessory line that specializes in custom jewels. And it's by this woman, Megan, who was a trial attorney and turned into a jewelry designer. We love that. And her side hustle became her main thing, which like a woman after my own heart. So the Sis Kiss, check them out. They've been on celebrities like Gigi Hadid, Lucy Hale, Vanessa Hedgens and our very own, the skinny confidential. So after growing into the CEO role at the sis Megan never looked back. So she's been designing, building a team. And of course, all things shiny are her calling, passion and purpose. You guys know I'm obsessed with personalized Noah jewelry. So I have an NW initial ring as well as a custom open initial ring and also a necklace with the letter N for him and also custom name hoop earrings a la like J-Lo, Jenny from the blog, but it says Amanda. So just a bunch of really cute jewelry that you can personalize and just have fun with. So if you guys are looking for your next really, really trendy Haley Bieber vibe necklace earrings or just any accessories, visit thesiskiss.com and use code not skinny for twenty percent off your first purchase. So that's thesiskiss.com and the promo code is not skinny for 20% off. And you should follow them on Instagram at thesisKIS for more information.
0: When does this come out? How do you do this? It's coming out on Tuesday. Well I think we listen, I think it's important that the people who love pop culture also love human rights and things that are happening in the world because there's room for both. Like there's not, I think that there's been a false idea that like you can't care about avocado toast and abortion for all, but you can, Yeah, like you can watch the Kardashians and love them. Yeah. Enjoy the real housewives and still, no, this is a, really this like, is think a, deeply about uh, how what's going on in the country is affecting the most vulnerable among us and the people that we should be protecting. I mean, that's how you judge like any society, right? You know what's so wild? I got messages this morning when I posted about it that was like, don't worry, you're
1: in New York. Yeah, don't worry, girl, you can yeah. get an abortion. And like, like- I'm, But you know what's so wild <laughs> is like, I know that these people mean well, right? I'm not, these aren't trolls, but it's like some people... Are not getting well, the let point. Me, I yeah. just want
0: to say to you that in my own personal journey in like activism and specifically with abortion, I spent many years of my life sort of thinking that like I'm going to live in California or New York. So shrug emoji like that's, you know, I understand the thought process because when you're younger, especially in your early 20s or whatever, mid 20s, or I think it's difficult to conceptualize the wholeness of (laughs) the world. So you do sort of like focus just in your immediate. But this has been like, this is the problem, right? Because this hard messaging against abortion, which, by the way, is like, I don't know if you know, I, could teach a class basically and like, (laughs) you could probably teach me a lot of things, (laughs) but like most Christian people who are anti-abortion now, like people like our age or younger who have been raised believing like that abortion is murder and that it's like horrible. Don't even realize that until after Roe, Christians didn't care about abortion at all. Catholics, always had their thing with abortion. But basically what happened was the religious right movement with Jerry Falwell and the leaders of the religious right, these Christian men, specifically Jerry Falwell, had this university that he wanted to be tax exempt, but they were segregationists because they're racists and they wanted to keep it segregated. But you uh, you can't do that. That's not <laughs> and still get your tax break. So they were looking for ways. They had like a think tank. How can we motivate people to vote for politicians that have racist ideology that will back the things we want? We got to pick something because the racism thing is like out of fad now. This is like the early-ish 70s. There's an amazing book about it. And so they looked at a few different issues that they could like take to their congregants and motivate people and they looked at a case of a catholic guy who was running very anti abortion right post row and the entire like catholic congregation like was out like papering for him and and the guy got elected to state senate and so they saw that happen and they were like well that's it we'll do abortion and then they took it on and they were like we're going to make this like the central core message so it's so interesting because when people, when you hear people, I mean, obviously, the fact is, yeah, you live in New York. You're also white. You also have money. Like, you're fine. We, Of course. Obviously, these laws disproportionately affect black and brown people, indigenous communities, women in rural areas. But when you say that this is racist, like the root of this is racism. And that's like... <sighs> that's it. And we should all care about that. Well, there's a, well, this is only coming
1: out on Tuesday, but you posted that today we're recording on Friday and mm-hmm. there's a protest tonight.
0: Sure. There'll be protests. I mean, there's actions that people can take. Can it be overturned? Is that a stupid question? Like, can their decision be it. overturned? Like, this is it. This is it for now. Yeah. So like how, like
1: for it's people intense. that feel now, like, why would I go to a protest? Why would I speak out? Why would I do that?
0: What what do you say to that? I mean, first of all, the Supreme, this Supreme Court is a sham, right? Like they were put in place. I mean, women are already suffering like greatly in Texas. I have, you know, I've done work there and I do this work with a bunch of different abortion organizations. But like to put it in perspective, there, there was a woman who had an intended pregnancy, was suffering a miscarriage. A lot of people, men especially, don't know. That sometimes if you have a miscarriage, it can be like a partial miscarriage, which means that part of the tissue and stuff is still inside your uterus and you have to get abortion care. They have to remove it or it can turn into an infection, Mm -hmm. sepsis, and kill you, right? Well, Texas has their six-week ban. So after six weeks, no one is allowed to perform abortion care unless the woman's life is at risk this is a true patient story. She had a partial miscarriage. She went to the hospital. The insurance company that represents the hospital and the doctor who could provide the care told her that it was too risky for them to do it in this moment. And what they recommended was that she go home and wait until she felt like she was going into sepsis.
1: You're for her, giving me legit
0: anxiety like, right now. Like for her, her temperature scary. to raise over 104. Now, this is a woman who had the means to fly to another state that afternoon. But can you even imagine you just lost the baby you want and then you're turned away from care and told to come back when you're dying? Then they can do it? This is what's happening. This is now what's going to happen in half of her fucking country. And it's not like... That's why people are like, I'm just so. Let's take a moment. It's so hard. I just really I really like I want people to be as outraged as you are. I want everyone to be as outraged. How have you become so
1: involved in it, though, even before you said you've been involved in like abortion?
0: uh, I had an abortion when I was 15 in Arizona. And that abortion today would be like almost impossible, I think, for me. (laughs) to get. Let's be real. Arizona is one of the states that has a trigger ban. It's going to overturn soon. The best thing people can do, honestly, right now is donate to abortion funds. What's Na- a good one? The National Network of Abortion Funds is great. Jane's Due Process is in Texas. That's a good one, too. Sister Song is. It's so wild to me. This is woman. like unreal. I
1: feel like I'm listening to you. Uh-huh. And
0: I, and I, like, where are we? Yeah, we're. it's not good. It's not good. Like, where are we? It's crazy. It's a sad day. But it's also, like, there are a few glimmers of hope. First of all... Yes, give it to us. Okay, okay so first of all, there's a lawsuit happening right now in Florida, which also has a trigger ban on the books and currently has an extreme abortion ban, that 15-week ban. And the lawsuit is from a congregation, a Jewish congregation, because... The lawsuit states, and it is correct, that it infringes on religious freedoms. Because in Judaism, are you Jewish? Mm-hmm. In Judaism, you know that well-being of the mother takes precedent. And, you know, there's this idea like the idea of when life begins is a religious right. is a religious ideology. And what actually these Supreme Court, it's so insane. But what they're tying all of these things to the gun stuff yesterday, the Miranda rights, and this decision on Dobbs, what they're tying it to is that it's not in the Constitution. But what is in the Constitution is religious freedom. Is the free is the is the freedom to practice mm. your religion how you see fit, right? That's like one of the tenets of our country. Yeah. And when life begins is... A religious thing. It's a religious ideology. The viability of a fetus, when a fetus can exist outside of the womb, was determined in a Supreme Court case. Casey, I think. Was it Casey? Post-Roe. And that's, what, 24 weeks, 25 weeks, or something like that. 24, I think. So... They were trying to really focus on, for a while, late-term abortions and getting people like all spun up, like Meghan McCain talking on The View, like all this insane, all these insane lies about these late-term abortions that are happening. Late-term abortions are super, super rare. Yeah, Like 98% of abortions happen in the first, Trimester. like, yeah, but like the first, like, 10 weeks yeah. or so, nine weeks. Mm-hmm. And late-term abortions are... One hundred percent of the time, terribly tragic situations that no one involved is like. Right. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. no one's excited. Yeah. Like, I'm just like the idea that they were trying to put out into the world for a while. Trump was like, they're ripping these babies a lot. Do you remember this? I am... And Megan McCain, like on The View, like saying it like it was real. It's so insane to me. I mean, people are allowed to say fucking anything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Sorry, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: I know. Well,
0: I love you. Thank you so
1: much. I'm <laughs> so oh my god, sorry it's that okay. I was late. I love you and too, and, and I'm so birdie. glad we
0: met. Me too.
1: And everybody, go check out Busy's
0: podcast. Yeah, Busy Phillips is doing her best, which she is. And watch Girls Five Eva because I love it. I know. When I'm on Instagram, of course, and Twitter's. A still fire. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? Well, no, because I made a deal with my kid that I wouldn't do it because Birdie was like, there's nothing more embarrassing than the moms that try to do the dances. And I was like, "Oof, yeah,
1: it's not for you. It's not for me. I just don't get it. No, it's not for you. Mm -mm. We're not on TikTok because we old Mm -hmm. and we were better on Instagram. So fuck it.
0: Yeah, I have my way of communication.
1: Yeah, it's not. I'll tell you what. This is why I related to you so much when when I started following you back in, in 2016 or 17, when you were doing do you think you were doing more then? like, were you more on Instagram? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I've like
0: way yeah, slowed you, it. The you, fuck you, down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But then it was like it was just that you were just talking. It wasn't curated. It wasn't. And back then people were very much. OK, so this is what's happening today. People have understood that it's cooler that way. So they're trying but it doesn't come across as naturally as it does when somebody just does it that way.
0: You understand? Yeah. But I think that piece of being self aware that you had mentioned earlier yeah. is the key to life. It's key to life. Yeah. But it's the key to everything. Like yeah. when people ask you, like, how do you do it? Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure that you're like, well, I don't know. I just do it. Right. But part of why you're able to in the way that, you are is because you're just very self-aware. Yeah. And self-awareness is the thing that has been lost by Agreed. a lot of people.
1: Read, Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, Busy, I love
0: you. Thank I love you. you too.